We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Welcome to a special mini-sode of Ye Old Crime, the show where Maddie and I discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear every Wednesday. This special bi-weekly segment is called Can You Crack the Crampwort, which is slang for a difficult or obscure term, which I thought was very fitting. And joining me today is Jenny from It's Murder Up North. And before we begin, I'd like to give her the opportunity to tell us a little more about herself and her show before we start the game. Hi, Lindsay. Thanks for having me on. So my show is called It's Murder Up North, and it focuses on crimes that happened in the north of England. I started it about two years ago, and yeah, really love podcasting, love the community, and I get to meet great people like you, so you know. (laughs) Yeah, I think... When I started my podcast back in June of 2020, I think you were one of the first podcasters that I ever reached out to because I listened to your show and I think you were like the first person that kind of like pulled me into the community. So thank you very much for like, Uh, you're doing a great job. So, you know, I was blown away by just listening to your first couple of episodes. I thought it really got some of you. So thank you. That makes me blush a little bit. Oh, So what got you interested in starting a podcast? Um, there was a number of things. One of them was, like, I think I say it in my um, trailer, that I was geographically connected to a lot of the places where these things happened, like Leeds with the Yorkshire Ripper and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you just you hear little bits and you want to know more about things, and that if that's mm-hmm. just me. I want to know more about everything. Um, yep. And it, I think the main catalyst for me was I'd injured my knee and I was getting very depressed and I just needed an outlet. And I thought, right, well, I've got this love of, you know, learning about true crime and I want to present the victim's story. I thought, Mm -hmm. I've got all this time on me and I can't move because my knee won't let me. Let's start a podcast. Mm -hmm. That's where it came from. (laughs) Well, lucky for us, you injured your knee because you have a very great podcast. So <laughs> not that I want to be like, good job That's hurting yourself, side. but <laughs> but but good job, knee, or not. Yeah, that was a weird way to say that. It's a nice positive spin on it. There you go. It's a positive spin on injuring oneself. Are there any cases you've covered where sort of the outcome just like really frustrated you I think it's I'm going to talk about the one I'm releasing this week because what really frustrated me was he got away with it and he mm-hmm. went on to commit more crimes and that frustrates <sighs> me you know yeah. when when you, the police know that they're the they're the guilty party everybody knows they're guilty but they've mm-hmm. had been let go by the court or they can't have enough evidence to commit the you know to actually charge him with anything and it's so that's what what frustrates me when you know that they're guilty and they can get away with it again oh yeah that stuff is so frustrating like yeah exactly and I'm sure 
all of us have in, in the true crime community have encountered at least one case like that where yeah. we're just like okay so yeah yeah i hear you on that one is there a particular case that you sort of recommend our listeners check out first or one that's like really stuck out to you i know you have a nice back catalog oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate this question because i can't pick one episode because yeah. they're all so different and they all focus on a different person so yeah. i'm gonna turn it around on you which one did you like listening to I've liked so many of them, and I feel like one that really stuck out to me, and I feel really bad because I cannot remember the child's name, but I think as I explain the case to you, you will know exactly who it was. It was the one about the little boy that was abducted by the two small, the two children yeah. and taken uh, to the train tracks. Yeah. James Bolger. That was my very first two episodes. Yeah, that's, You're going that's back. one that... <laughs> I'm yeah. going back way far in the catalog, but that's one that's always stuck with me. Yeah. So, I think with that one, I get do get even though it's the first episode, I get a lot of people com- commenting on that one because it is such a horrific crime. And I think at the beginning of it, I say how my little brother went missing in the shopping centre. Mm-hmm. And roughly, it was about six months after it had happened, and my mum was so panicked. And at the time, I had no idea why she was panicked until I got yep. older and realised he was the same age as James at the time. Yeah, and it was a similar situation. Luckily, we found yep. him, but it was horrific what happened to James, and it just yeah. that devastated me just covering that case. And yeah. I picked it for the first one. I don't know how I managed it. <laughs> hit the ball swing and just hit it yeah. out of the park like just start off swinging it's like i can't remember what her first case was but i remember listening to the first episode of Paige's podcast where every true crime and that was like a horrific case oh, and i remember she... listening to it and i think I was, just was, like, the to- <gasps> was it the toolbox killers i think, I think it, it was, was a toolbox yeah. killer and yeah oh she she's amazing is Paige. she really is yeah uh, She's really good, but I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a dark one. I think sometimes when you podcast, as you don't actually, you write it, and it's only when you start recording and you realize how dark it is because you're yep. so busy into the writing research and you don't consider how dark it is. I mean, during James Bolger, one, I have to keep stopping because I started crying. And, yeah. I, and at one point, I thought, do you know what? If I cry, I cry. It's, it makes it, yep. you know, at the end of the day, I'm a human being. So if I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry. Yeah, I mean, you're a human and you're a mom and, you know, so, I mean, we get it. I, yeah. I think I made the mistake if I was listening to it while I was walking my dog and there were parts <laughs> when I was like walking and then I would like actually gasp out loud when I was listening to certain parts, like really loudly, like, <gasps> you know, and like people would kind of look at me a little bit and I'm like, I'm just listening to a podcast. It's fine. You know, like <laughs> trying to play it off, you know, but I think that's one of the funniest things about listening to a podcast when you're out and about and you've got your headphones in and like something like that hits you and yeah, people don't understand <laughs> no. what you're doing and you look a little, a little crazy, but yeah, I thought that one was very well done. Obviously it's a, it's a very sad case. I mean, they're all sad in their own way, but I think it's a little bit different when it's a child. Yeah. There's always that extra level with children. Yeah, it always hits a little different. 
Hi, I'm Jenny, the host of It's Murder Up North. If you're curious about the murderous north of England, this podcast is for you. I've lived in various parts of the north of England. I went to college in the shadow of Saddleworth Moor, where Myra Hindley and Ian Brady buried those four innocent children in the 1960s. I've worked in the city of Leeds, where the Yorkshire Ripper targeted his victims in the 1970s. Knowing how geographically close I've been to these infamous crimes made me curious. And that curiosity became its murder up north. So join me as I delve into the cases both infamous and obscure, but always with the aim to help you see the person, not the victim. So, now that I just brought us all down... (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Lindsay, good job. Let's bring us back up by doing some Victorian slang terms. You ready? <laughs> well, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can do. Your first term is ambidexter, and I can spell it for you. So it's A-M-B-I and then dexter like the person. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like ambidextrous, which is mm-hmm. where you can use both hands. Mm-hmm. So I'd go down that route, but it's probably completely wrong. It's somewhere where you can. <laughs> so an ambidexter is, and this is a quote, it's one that goes snacks or divides the profits in gaming with both parties. So another way, it's an untrustworthy double dealer. Ooh. I would never have got that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have either, but... Basically, someone who's shady at cards. Yeah. A, a shady card dealer. And your second one is called Nap the Tease. Like T-E-A-Z-E. Oh my god, that sounds familiar. Why does that sound familiar? It is true crime related. I will give you that. It sounds familiar. <laughs> but I am going I am probably going to kick myself because I've just been doing a lot of research on Victorian stuff for my, ne- for my next episode. And he's probably been in there. So, well, nap means sleep, but probably not in Victorian time. Right, just because I've been researching this at the minute, is it something to do with hanging someone? No. <laughs> but it does have to do with incarceration. Do you have another guess, or do you want me to tell you? (laughs) (laughs) So, nap the tease is a Victorian slang term for to be privately whipped in prison. Okay. So, it's a form of punishment, Lid. Yes. Yeah, that's probably why I've seen it. Because it's all punished. I've been doing about the history of capital punishment and all the rest of it. So, I've probably seen it somewhere along the way. Yeah, I'm sure you, it yeah. came up at some point in your research if you're doing capital punishment, yeah. Because I am i don't think they tend to do that anymore in prisons, or at least no. most of the ones that are being strictly government-run. Yeah, I gave you some hard ones, so I apologize for it's that. It's all right. But... Can't give me easy ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I would like to thank Jenny for joining me today for... Oh, kitty! <laughs> <laughs> for 
Can you crack the cramp word? And before we go, can you tell our listeners where they can find you on social media and when new episodes of your show come out? So um, you can find me on Twitter at Murder Up North, on Facebook on the It's Murder Up North discussion group. I am on Instagram. I'm not very good at Instagram, but I am on it. (laughs) (laughs) And I try and release episodes every two weeks. Obviously, I've got a medical condition, so sometimes... I have to have a bit of a break, but usually Mm -hmm. every two weeks it comes out. Awesome. And on that note, as always, I'm Lindsay, and I'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime.